Hey, this is Trip Lanier, host of The New Man. You're about to hear the audio taken from a video that I created, and it'll make a lot more sense if you can see the visuals that go along with what you're hearing. You can watch all of the videos by visiting thenewmanpodcast.com. All right, let's talk about the time I went to a strip club with David Lee Roth. So Dave's a friend of a friend, and one night I went down to the studio to hear some of the tracks they were working on. Next thing you know, Dave's inviting us to walk across the street to have a few drinks and say hello to the girls. So for a moment, please just spare me any of the the judgments you may have about strip clubs, okay? Cool. So we walk into the club, and I want you to imagine your own version of this. Beautiful girls, Jack Daniels, flashing lights, loud music, just Revisit the videos for Panama or Yankee Rose if you need some inspiration. So dial that into your brain, and I want to tell you more about that night in a bit. So let's switch scenes. Not long after this evening with David Lee Roth, I was on a men's retreat, the kind where guys go out in the woods and they yell and they cry and they beat on drums and they name themselves after animals and then they cry some more. And on that retreat, I learned about the wild man that lives within us all, and I realized I love the wild man. He has so much raw power, so much juice, passion, sexual energy. The wild man is the primitive, essential part of us. And on that rainy, muddy night, I thought about David Lee Roth. On stage, he embodies the wild man. He was, he was larger than life. He was ready to love. He was ready to play. Yes, I am. He was ready for adventure. Yeah. But the wild man doesn't just live inside of David Lee Roth. Hear me now. There is a wild man in you too, a primal, growling, cock-swinging, stinky, screwing, and fighting masterpiece of a being that is millions of years in the making. Does that scare you? You know that freaky thing you're a little hesitant to ask your lover to do to you in bed? Or how your skin tingles when you rev a car engine up to the red line? Or maybe, have you ever done something that's life-threatening and you come out the other side feeling like you could crush the world in your bare hands? That's all the wild man. Intellectuals dismiss him. Nice guys apologize for him. But bored housewives, they crave him. Now, what's the only threat to the wild man? It's a cage. And back then, I realized I had a tendency to keep my wild man in a cage. Now, for the most part, society doesn't accept the wild man. In other words, we're being domesticated to no longer accept a fundamental part of who we are. We don't understand the wild man, which means we end up fearing the wild man. We're ashamed of him. We contort ourselves to act like he doesn't exist. Now, there's a consequence to caging the wild man. Life feels flat. There's no juice. There's no play. There's no grass stains. There's no grit. There's no quickies in the parking garage during lunch break. Uh, If we follow this thinking, then we find ourselves in a catch-22. On one hand is the assumption that if we let the wild man loose, then we're going to be out of control. He's going to screw everything up, and he'll do something stupid. He'll hurt us and hurt the people that we care about. And on the other hand is the realization that killing him is actually killing ourselves, saying goodbye to that power, that freedom, that juice, that fire for life. So are we doomed either way? Let's go back to the strip club with David Lee Roth. Get your imagination going again. The loud music, the girls, skin, glitter, drinks, a huge inflatable microphone that's really just a giant dick. Houston, this this club's in orbit. That night, it was nothing like that. Dave was a gentleman. He sat around, he told stories, 
If you were there, you wouldn't have even noticed him. His 1,200-pound bodyguard was the one guy that was catching everybody's attention, even more so than the girls. But wait, we're expecting Dave to go crazy. He has a license to burn the place down. This is the same guy that owns pants that have the ass torn out of them. He didn't go crazy. He was not the wild man. He was far from it. Now, I'm not going to pretend to know Dave, but that night I realized there was, there was more to him than the wild man. He didn't have to be the wild man because he has an outlet for his wild man. His wild man is accepted and nurtured and respected. There's a place and time for Dave's wild man, and it's the stage, not the cage. So even at a strip club in the debauchery of Hollywood, there was no need for him to let his wild man run the room. Now, what's the takeaway? It's simple. It's integration. We've got to integrate the wild man into our lives. We've got to create an outlet for the wild man. Caging him is not the solution because it only leads to the death of our soul or it ends up in a huge rebellious bender that screws up everything we give a shit about. Have you ever heard the saying, a tired dog is a good dog? Well, that's what I'm talking about. Become friends with the wild man. Sit him down for a beer. See if you can begin to accept who he is. See if you can accept that this is who you are. Ask him what he wants. See if you can give the wild man a place to safely play and then wear his stank ass out. The wild man is only a raging lunatic when you keep him locked up in that cage. But if we learn how to lead him, we can connect with that vitality again. Here's to living a life with brains, balls, and heart. If you want to take full advantage of all that The New Man has to offer, be sure to visit thenewmanpodcast.com and grab the solutions I've created to help you play a bigger game, align your profession with what you truly care about, and keep your relationships out of the ditch. It's all available at thenewmanpodcast.com. Thanks for listening.